0: You're listening to 911 WNXP. My name is Marquise Munson, and I am joined by our WNXP Nashville artist of the month, Brian Brown. But we're gonna do something a little bit different. We know Brian Brown for being local hip hop artist here, makes a lot of music performs all across. Nashville. And one thing about Brian Brown is he loves some sports. I I once caught him at a sports bar watching the uh, Detroit Lions season opener, and he was just kicked back watching the Lions play, and now the Lions are currently in a conference championship game for the first time in years. So Brian Brown, long introduction, but thank you so much for talking some sports with me today.
1: Two more, man. Two more. Two more W's, dog. Nah, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm always honored to be Uh, Anything WNXP related, y'all always have shown love since y'all been here. So to be able to talk some sports today is a dream come true. (laughs) So thank
0: you. Absolutely, man. Now, look, you're going to be able to be a sports analyst for about a good 10, 15 minutes. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you get the opportunity to have your sports hot takes in there too as well. So don't hold yes. back. You know what I'm saying? Just if you feel like getting Stephen A. Smith on me, then you know, <laughs> by all means get Stephen A. Smith on me. That's cool. This is the opportunity for you to do that. So
1: uh, man, not Stephen A, but no, noted. I'm looking forward to it, man. I I am interested to see what you add
0: because I, I don't know.
1: I, I feel like I got a pretty decent range of for sports knowledge and I keep up with a with quite a few. So I'm interested to see where this goes for sure.
0: No, absolutely. So let's start, because you just said two games left, and now you're a Detroit Lions fan. So gonna, I want—I got to ask, how do you become a Detroit Lions
1: fan? <laughs> okay, so I, I'll be honest. Of course, I'm born and raised here in Nashville, Tennessee. When I first at least started seeing football and kind of like maybe understanding what it was or kind of like garnering some interest for it, the Titans were not here yet. The Lions are on every Thanksgiving, and honestly, I was mesmerized by that damn color jersey, the, 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 the jersey color scheme, man. That, that Honolulu blue with that silver was elite, and it still is elite. Now, when the Titans did come here, of course, you know, you got to ride for, for the home team. I was definitely, you know, a big kid when uh, the Super Bowl run went down and things of that nature, so, of course, I was, like, all in, but... I always thought Barry was the coolest dude. The first NFL street when he was on that game, just kind of like solidified everything that I kind of missed as a kid, like who is this fast, short dude just dodging and getting away from everybody and still making plays, man. And so from there, I just kind of rooted for the underdog because that's kind of been like my whole story in terms of like me and my and my lot and my music and such like that. And that's just kind of been my thing with Detroit. It's kind of hard not to root for the underdog. And- Trust me, I've been there for the John Kitten days, the 0-16 team, the, the Dominican Soos, the Staffers, the Pencil Man with Matt Patricians. Uh, when we fired Jim Caldwell for no stupid reason, I, I, I've been there through it all. And so to see my boys two games away from something I've never seen in my lifetime, which is another reason, too, like. I, I I don't care who you are. Whenever you see something historic, it's kind of hard to not gravitate towards. It. And then there are people who have been alive that have never seen the Lions win a playoff game, let alone two and be this close. So, you know it's it's weird, yes. But them them been my boys for a, a good grip of time, man. So we got a battle going in the leave on Sunday, but I got faith in this. I really, really do.
0: Now we got a game, big game coming up, and that yes, is sir. against. The 49ers. Now, uh-huh. a lot of people have y'all once again as the underdog. So, you once again got to have that feeling of the underdog. So, I'm going to ask you prediction for the game. And I know you're going to say Lions are going to win, but like, g- give me, give me how. Like, is it going to be a Jared Goff kind of game? Jameer Gibbs going to ball out? Like, you know, what's going to be the, the factor for the Lions getting past the 49ers?
1: What's going to be the factor is. It's going to be Jamison Williams. It's going to be Jamison Williams and Sam Laporta. It's going to be the guys. It's going to be the young guys. I, I, I do think that after the game that we had Sunday, I'm sure that the 49ers will keep an eye out on Gibbs. They're going to try to at least keep him contained. But that's kind of hard to do, man, when he's able to be so many places in so many areas on the field. And it's so dynamic no matter where you put him. But I think this is a game where the weapons that you wouldn't expect to make a play – is gonna make a play. Of course, Laporta's pretty established at this point. He's, you know, been killing it as a rookie. But I, I still think they might be able to, they might kind of like overlook him to an extent to try to stop Armrod, to try to stop Montgomery, to try to stop Gibbs. So I think it could be a big Laporta game. And that's a legit defense. So we gotta pull out all the stops. So I need to see some J-Mo touches. We've got to be able to get some deep shots at J-mo. At least let him know that we're willing to test that deep, that deep a deep part of the field, even know we're not scared. So I think we win it by, we win it, we're going to win it. Of course, I'm, I'm not going to say we're not. I do think it'll be a good game, but the way that Green Bay was able to keep it close and the potential to know Debo just kind of gives me a little more hype and um, optimism about the whole situation than a lot of people believe. I mean, really, we've been good all year, man. We've been good all year. Despite a couple games where we just, Got our asses whooped. Like the Baltimore game was a was a very very bad one. Hell, when Green Bay came to Detroit on Thanksgiving, that was a bad one too. But other than that, we we we've been we've been what we what we are right now. So we like going to other people's cribs and making it known that we can't we came to play too. So I, I think we got one more in this man. I really think we do. So lions by three. Lions by three. All right,
0: we gonna I'm gonna hold you to that now. This once again, this is a very important. Three. So I'm gonna hold you to That's that. That's fine. That's fine. I listen, I
1: I I'm I'm ride or die anyway. So whatever happens, it's cool. I I've seen my team, of course, is a once in a lifetime thing, and hopefully it ain't the last in a lifetime thing, of course, by any means. But just to be a part of this run, it's so beautiful. So whatever happens, the fact that we're even about to play for a spot in the Super Bowl, it's I don't know. It's it's so like I
0: like I almost cried a couple of times Sunday. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. That's, now let's talk about The home team. Now, there's some big news with the home team, the Tennessee Titans. We just got a new coach,
1: Brian Callahan, Callahan, offensive
0: Mm -hmm. coordinator for the Bengals. Now, he is the Mm -hmm. new head coach of the Titans. So, I mean, really, this happened most recently. So, let me get your reaction. Like, How do you feel about that coaching hire for the Titans?
1: I think I like it. I haven't necessarily, like, kept up with Cincinnati that much over the years besides, you know, you know, what they've been doing with the the Joe Burrow and Chase and T Higgins team. And even still, like, I'm not, like, all the way just informed what the Cincinnati Bengals got going on. That being said, though, I do think it is a a much-needed boost in terms of getting Levis a chance to really shine and throw the ball. They throw the ball on first down a lot. And with a chance that D.H. probably won't be back and with some cap money to spend, I think him coming in kind of Maybe bring some excitement to Tennessee and makes people want to come. I know T Higgins is a free agent, so maybe this Callahan High gives us an inside track and a better shot at him if Cincinnati decides they don't want to put the money up to spend him. But I think you know we just if we if we give them if we give Callahan some weapons to work with, then then sure you know. But right now, one of the worst offensive lines in the league, um, potentially no DH coming back, your best receiver only caught. You're, you're technically your best receiver right now. Only caught sixteen catches this year in Traylon Burke, so you just got to you got to give Levis and Callahan something to work with. So I'm, it's it's really gonna depend on the offseason. But Callahan's pedigree, from what I've been seeing and reading, seems to be pretty legit. So um, I won't count him out. But at the, at also at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a Vrabel was Vrabel did a lot in six years. Vrabel did a whole lot. I'm not, I wasn't the biggest Vrabel fan, but Vrabel did a lot, and, and he had us knocking at the door. A couple of times at least so some big shoes to fill in an interesting way but you know it's 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 feasible it's totally feasible
0: if i give you an athlete rapper best of all time who would you put on that list
1: athlete rapper best of all time i mean off the top of my head i guess i gotta say shaq Before he had his little incident, I would, Miles Bridges is actually really good, too. Like, he was actually pretty solid. But, I mean, off the top of the dome, I'd have to say Shaq. Kobe was pretty bad, rest in peace. But Kobe wasn't good. And he tried it, but he just wasn't good. Um,
0: I mean, he got some big features, though.
1: Yeah. Best best athlete turned artist. Yeah, it's got to be
0: Shaq. It's got to be. I don't, I don't really, I can't think of anybody else. Who comes to mind for you? All right, so did you remember a verse from Alan Iverson on a song called 40 bars? Have you ever heard that song before?
1: I I don't. I don't. Okay, I've look, never look it heard
0: up. That. Look it up and then hit me up later and be like, it, give me a yay or a nay on it. It's it's pretty good. It's it's called 40 bars. I'll make sure to send it to you. And also there's an Alan Allen Iverson, H- 40 bars. Yeah. And it's Alan Iverson uh, like gangster rap. Okay. Like, it's 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 pretty it's pretty legit. But so there's an album that came out in like '94. It is called B Ball's Best Kept Secrets, and it's a bunch of dudes rapping from basketball. Mm. I'm talking Chris Mills, Jason Kidd, Jr. Ryder. I'm talking like Brian Shaw's on this record. Gary Payton, Jason you know? Kidd. Yes, I'm gonna send that to you yeah. too, so you so you can you can you can get that and check out. You know who else is actually I kind of like too. I like Louis. Lou Will's pretty good. I uh, Lou Will's good. Lou what Will, about uh, uh What about Antonio Brown? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <You know. laughs> He's terrible, but it works though, man. Like it just kinda just it it goes with his persona, man. And I just watched that clip the other day where he was at Rolling Loud. He was like, yo, somebody threw me a football. I'm wide open. The one he had to catch it, then go go to put it on. I mean, he's not the greatest by any means, but I, I just, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy when people kind of, you know, do something that they love and don't really give a damn about how they feel. Like, you remember that time period where Ron Artest was in G Unit? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, like, what a wacky time, you know? But I mean, hell, who's going to tell Ron Artest
0: not to rap, you know? Nobody. So. Are you, have you ever been like an athlete? Like, did you, did you play sports in high school? Did you try to play sport? Are you more of like, I'm a, I'm a ball player, like outside of the team sport? I actually played,
1: uh, I played AAU ball for a little second. I still actually, as much as I regularly hoop, at least like twice out the week, you know, just to keep myself in shape and just, that's just something I've always thoroughly enjoyed doing. There was just one like random moment in time where I thought I was like into ultimate frisbee for whatever f- reason. So that, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was pretty fun for a second. I tried football for a little bit, but i never forget. It was like one time I was a freshman in high school and we were just playing some pickup ball during lunch. And a friend of mine unintentionally gave me like a just a an open field tackle to the chest and i was like "Up, oh, you know what i don't
0: be doing this anymore wait i gotta ask though like how did you get into ultimate frisbee though i mean you i mean it's kind of like
1: football in a sense it's just without the it's like it's like flag football just mine is a whole lot of contact a whole lot of running and i think it was just one day i was at centennial just randomly kind of I don't know, enjoying enjoying the afternoon and such of that nature. And they had, like, a game going. And I'm like, I think they either needed an extra or I wanted to play. It's probably a combination of the two. And I just hopped out there and I was like, oh, I can get down with this. This is cool as hell. And then, like, the interesting part is for something that is... I guess maybe simple as throwing a frisbee. It's just like a science to that. And when you got somebody in your face trying to guard you from getting into your next teammate and this, that, and the third, it's 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 a pretty intriguing game. So no, I. I I wish I, I kinda wanna get back into it now that I'm sitting here talking about it. If I can find me some runs over the summer, you might find me out there on that on that Brisbane field feeling like I'm a Calvin Johnson or something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I got like I gotta ask, cause like when you when I listen to your music, you got a lot of sports references in your music. But first I gotta ask. Now you called your EP last year, two-minute drill, but you got a song called NBA Jam on there. Are you actually mm-hmm. good at NBA Jam? Is the question. I'm probably
1: better at NFL Blitz than I am NBA Jam, but I am pretty okay at NBA Jam though. I'm always going to run with that run TMC, Golden State, Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway team, no matter what. Or if I'm really like trying to go for the jugular, I'll do that Supersonic, Sean Kemp, Gary Page situation for sure.
0: I do like that one. Also, I mean, I was a huge Penny fan growing up, so I'm always going to use the magic, you know, regardless, even if Shaq is out there. I'll be shooting threes with Shaq on there, and he make them. So
1: He'll make them. Yeah, that's the one game where you can make a three with damn near anybody. So it just depends on the right scenario. I've
0: never been an NFL blitz guy. I'm more of an NFL street. Like, I did play a lot of NFL street. I wasn't good at blitz, but I am good at NFL street.
1: What's crazy, I mean, of course, I, I'm like, by by nature, I'm an NFS Street guy. I, I, I remember when the first one came out, that's all I played. I actually still have the first one on, on Nintendo GameCube, believe it or not. And what's funny about Blitz is, of course, I played it, you know, whether it be the arcade version of like certain homies had an N64 or whatever the case may be. But during the writing processes of Journey, when I first moved back home, HQ on second, rest in peace. Had a NFL Blitz. I want to say it was a 99 one. He's 98 or 99, one of the two. And there would be times where I'd get off work on the Mondays because HQ used to have an industry night where all food service people got 50% off on everything. And I just spend my night playing Blitz, writing raps, and having a brew. And then I'd finish off at Crying Wolf and Freak Me was still going on. So I just kind of grown a likeness to it. I got my own profile of it at, at the up-down on their Blitz.
0: I'm trying to be all 30 teams right now. So it, it's it's
1: it's ridiculous, but it's fun, man. It's kind of therapeutic for me, almost.
0: I don't know if you remember this, but on NFL Street, they had a song with DJ K-Slay, 3-6 Mafia, Fraser Boy, Lil' White. And we some
1: east side and we run in this. We some west side and we run in this Yeah,
0: oh no, I, I come on who gets an
1: F for you friend? how can you not remember that? RP K. Slate man <laughs> That song, the joint with Killer Mike was really cool. Even Nas and Bravehearts had a song on that first NFL Street, the quick to back down. Yeah, I, I, listen, I I
0: just played NFL Street probably
1: like two months ago. So it's, it's still pretty fresh in my memory for sure, for sure.
0: What is that? Um, I was gonna ask them, what's your favorite like video game soundtrack?
1: My favorite is probably NBA Street volume two, definitely. Kind of made me appreciate like the balance between old and new school at that point in time, man. I wasn't hip to it. They reminisce over you or Chief Rocker or uh, what was the one Black Sheep. You can get, the choice is yours. None of those songs were like necessarily on my on my Southern Kid radar at the time, but those tracks made me want to go back and be like, whoa, what in the world is this?" And funny story. The release part one from Seven Twenty Two, I made sure to sample the original sample from Troy just to kind of like give my like love to that person plus my love for NBA Street Volume Two in that scenario. So yeah, NBA Street Volume Two, the soundtrack was incredible. Plus, just Blaze and all those beats on there were wicked, <laughs> like super wicked.
0: What's your favorite like sports bar? It can be from yourself, cause I got a couple from you that I can read off. Champ Bailey trying to change the situation daily.
1: Yeah, There's got the couple a got a board. couple corners on lockdown. Like Champ Bailey trying to change their situations daily. That's a really good one. My favorite, maybe not my favorite, but one that always cracks me up and pops up in my head. Stunt hard on these, I ain't promised tomorrow. No women. Kicking it with me like Nomar Garcia Parra <laughs> from Little Wayne's uh swag Saving freestyle. It's like, dude, how how many sports do you have to watch and have to even want to reference me and him No and Nomar Garcia Parra <laughs> in the same situation? So that's all. That's always one I've always found great. And then I think one that I kind of like of my own
0: that I really really enjoy was one from
1: Ten Toes. Um, uh,
0: know which one you pop. can I guess. Is it talking about the Sacramento Kings? Oh no! Which one was that one? Oh, he's talking about from uh from the two yeah. countries Yeah. Whole team's impeccable roster. Hope I never have to keep a shooter in the corner like Skoliakovich. Mike hey. Bibby with the headband on some Kings. Post it up, standing tall. Call me. Call mm-hmm. me Vladi Diva. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That whole that
1: that whole thing got. Oh man, I forgot about that. one. Well, them
0: bars scared me because I was a Lakers fan growing up, so I didn't I never liked any of those players from the Sacramento Kings. So kinda...
1: same, I, I was too, you know, but I kind of I as I got older, I more so like appreciated those teams for being just that competitive and just that different. Like that that, that Kings team was really really good, man. Bobby Jackson, Mike Bibby, weird ass Doug Christie, Chris Webber, Vladdy, Pajer a young and I mean young he though Turkaloo. Nah man, that team was that team was really fun, man. And not to mention I always like their color schemes. That them jersey colors was also pretty cool too, man. I'm I'm a sucker for an aesthetic, you can't tell. So if you got a good if you got a good jersey, chances are like no matter what, I'm gonna probably rock with you. But yeah, man, I just I I you know how like when when you play two K, they always got like those classic teams that are available and ready to go and such like that. That I think I maybe like play with them at a certain point in time. And, Kind of wanted to like show some love to them. Plus, Mike Bibby was a deal back in the day too. He, I don't know that he gets enough credit, man. Super, super underrated in terms of, like that point guard era. So, damn, that's a good one, man. That's a wow. I forgot about that one. Look at you, <laughs> man. I love it. Fuck, do they research? I forgot about that one. Word. <laughs> but no, the, the one I was gonna mention was uh, it's Altintas. Like uh, swearing they can catch me, you know they lying. Call him Megatron. Barry Sanders, you the bush these days. Won't start till I get me a car show in the driveway. You know, I had to, I had to show some love to my boys one time, man. So that that's a good one too. Yeah,
0: I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you talking some sports with me. This is it's good to sometimes get artists to talk about things that they are very passionate about outside of music. And if you follow Brian Brown, not only is he gonna talk about some. 90s R&B music every now and then but sometimes <laughs> he might throw in some sports as well so um, oh man next we got the 90s for we'll a whole nother conversation yeah now we gonna open up a power ranking for 90s R&B now so that'll be the oh, next conversation that we have you would have had me for a whole nother hour I'm so glad you've been in, in this conversation boy <laughs> man Brian I appreciate you man and um hopefully I'm gonna say good luck to your Detroit Lions
1: Thank you so much, man. One pride, all grit, baby. Well, you'll see us in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. You get you, you heard it here first, man. I appreciate you having me today, man. over you know, a couple of tickets got the corner zone like down, like champ, baby, trying to change they situations daily. Back in this tip like I'm worth something. If they ain't giving be we gon' earn something. If I ain't teaching then we learning something. Way of the world, when you up to something? OG type, like role model for us, with something to say. I'll be the shoulder to lean on if you
0: ever need a brace.